Hello. This is me. Your your pal Gordo. Oh, um, we're friends now. And welcome to my show. That I like to call the Ghost Wave. You know they'll just give anybody a show now? Isn't isn't the internet just a, a wonderful democratizer? I think so. We can stay up all night, talk as loud as we want. The ghost wave, on the ghost wave. And we can talk about cool books and Halloween and pizza. On the ghost wave, on the ghost wave. And all my friends will stop by, and they'll have interesting things to say. On the ghost wave, on the ghost wave. And since this is the first episode, well, we'll just kind of make it up as we go along. Wow. Let's just take a little minute and enjoy this. Probably should go ahead and get the show started here. Oh, it's going to be a real good one. We're going to have some psychic readings later, and we're going to solve a pizza parlor mystery. But first, let's talk about cool books. You should check it out. Hey there, it's You Should Check This Out because I like this book. It's me still. I continue to be your pal Gordo. And on this segment, I'll tell you a book that I read that, that you should read if you want to read it and because you think you might like it if it sounds cool to you. But before we get into it, I just gotta give a quick that's what's up to your local library. I live in San Francisco. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. But no matter where you live, I bet you've got a library. Maybe it's been a long time since you've been to the library. But the thing is, the libraries are really cool because they have lots of books and movies and DVDs. And some even have video games that you can play. You can just rent them for free. It doesn't cost anything. So that's just a quick, that's what's up. Go check out your library, and they might even have this book or other books by the author that we're about to talk about today. Here we go. Let's talk about it. Okay, we will. Okay, let's talk about it. Well, here we go. Okay, the book that I read is called Dixie City Jam. Dixie City, Dixie, Dixie City Jam, and it's by the author James Lee Burke. It's a Dave Robichaud detective novel, but don't feel like you have to read the first one. You can jump in anywhere in this series. They're kind of all the same in an awesome way. They're all about this detective, Dave Robichaud, and the movie that they made, uh, he's played by Tommy Lee Jones. So now that you know that, when you're reading it, just picture it as Tommy Lee Jones and you're along for the ride. They're all set in Louisiana. It's really beautifully described and it kind of reminds me a lot of true detective the first season you know a lot of what made that show good was the pacing the dialogue and the beauty of the scenery well that's what makes this book good uh the pacing the dialogue the beauty of the scenery and also interesting characters 
It's about, uh, you know, in Louisiana, hey, what about if during World War II, a Nazi submarine came into the coast and got blown up, and now there's all these skinheads, and they're trying to find this lost Nazi submarine because it's got Hitler's plans in it. So, yeah, it's a, you know, it's a murder mystery with Nazis, with gangs, and it's in Louisiana, and it's got Tommy Lee Jones in your mind. Check it out. I like this book. You should check it out. We got a lot this book. Hey, it's me. It's me, Gordo. Uh, well, that was pretty fun, huh? That was pretty good. I liked. I had a good time with that. And that, of course, was you should check this out because I like this book. Um, but before we move into our next segment, I just wanted to check in, do a little quality control, see how you're liking the show so far. Uh, you might notice I have a little bit of reverb on my voice. Now that's not standard. I hope it's not too distracting. What if I um? What if I just turn it up just a little bit more? To kind of uh, kind of put it like that. Well, that really changes things, huh? That really changes things a lot. What if I were to drop just a little bit of echo? Echo, 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 echo. On the vocals. See, folks? And that's what I'm talking about. When you have your own show, there's no rules. You can do whatever you want. Believeify it. Okay, let's get into this next part. So... I've got a friend named Alex Fleming, and he has a podcast of his own called Great Question with Alex Fleming. Now, he's based out of New York, and him and a bunch of uh, his comedian buddies, they get together, and he reads their tarot cards. They divine the future, and they have a few laughs. You should definitely check it out. Go, go download it on iTunes or uh, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. And he gave me, not just because... We're good friends, but because uh, he knows, you know, that I got the stuff and that I'm going to maintain the brand that he established. So he gave me exclusive West Coast franchise rights for his idea of great question. So we're going to do things a little differently on my version. Instead of just standard tarot cards, we're going to read the Halloween Oracle. Uh, On this first episode, I have a special guest, my good friend. My cousin, he's a former comedian himself, Scott. We haven't talked in a long time, so having him on the show was kind of a way for him and I to catch up. Things get a little weird, but uh, it's all in the name of fun. Go ahead, have a listen here, too. Great question, West Coast. Yeah, okay. Um, hey, well, bud, I mean, I haven't talked to you in a long time. I, I'm sure, you know, I know you went through some big changes. I got your postcard, and it sounds like everything's going well for you. I got I to tell you, we miss you back here. <laughs> oh, man, that's good to hear. Uh, I, yeah, I miss it. Um, it's definitely, like, been a life change. But... Um, you know, you gotta, sometimes you gotta get your priorities straight and, uh, do what's, do what's needed to, 
to you know cover the nut and so that's what i'm yeah doing. well and, uh, yeah. that's what the um you know your mom your mom and my mom are always kind of telling me the same kind of thing and you know it's always like well scott's really doing it now you know when are you going to settle down and so you know i i'm definitely got my eye on the nut i got my eye on the nut yeah but i, I don't i don't have my hands on the nuts yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> well um you know i think it's cool to just you know keep keep trying keep doing what you're doing but you know it just i well yeah that's, you know, like, that's why i wanted to um you know kind of have you on this show is because this is you know my big thing we're launching the website and everything and everything that we've done together you know over the years and i just for this first episode i, I really wanted to have you on you know even though that you kind of d don't do any of this uh this stuff so much anymore you know i wanted to kind of like bridge that gap you know and kind of you know you know what i mean yeah sure i you know i I, I love that you're trying. I know I know podcasts and radio shows and stuff are very popular right now. And, um, you know, more power to you if you want to stay in the game. Uh, you know, I, as you know, I, I definitely gave it the college try. But, um, you know, at, at some point, you, you got to kind of take inventory. And um, uh, I just... I, I looked around and I saw so many people like me who were working so hard, you know, working all day and then going out and doing open mics at night or whatever and uh -huh, uh -huh. just not getting traction. And I thought, you know, um, at this point in my life, I just need to kind of focus on uh, getting a solid foundation and moving forward. So, right. And then uh, you got you got the whole the job offer. Yeah. Which, you know, I've been applying it at a lot of different a lot of different firms and stuff around the Bay Area. And then this, this just, I kind of applied for it on a whim, uh, working for the, um, I think my mom told your mom and your mom told you that like, I'm working for the, basically the state, the tourism board, state of Arizona. It's a, Wait, it's hold, a government hold, job. What, 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 uh, I think it was kind of cutting out on my end here. Did you say you work for the, the state tourism board? Yeah. Okay. Government job working for the state of Arizona. Um, okay. Just sort of, you know, one of the things about Arizona that a lot of people don't think about is that it's one of the most scenic states in the nation. You got the Grand Canyon, you got Four Corners, you got Lake Havasu, you got the London Bridge, uh, which uh, a really interesting story about that. You got Lake Powell, you got. Um, I mean, just so many sites, so much natural beauty, so many uh, Indian ruins. Um, and, you know, not to mention, I mean, well, anyway, I could go on. There's there's all the amazing uh, Old West history, you know, Bisbee, Arizona, Jerome, Arizona, the great Tombstone, Arizona, the great right, um, right. Billy right. the Kid and all that kind okay, of Okay, Corral, stuff. cowboy so, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all and of it's that. Where, it's and, where the West was won, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so it's been really exciting. And I've really been trying to sort of bring myself up to speed on um, all the different sort of facets of it. And it's been good. It's been good. Um, it's sort of weird. I'm, I'm kind of like, you know, I kind of, I kind of, like, disappeared from my life in, in California. And, and, yeah, I mean, you, you kind know. of, you, you did pack up and leave pretty quick. And I didn't really... 
um, know what happened to you until I got that postcard from you like a month or a month or so later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, um, you know, sometimes life is like that life is good shirt. Like sometimes you just pack up your gear and you go, you know what I mean? Like you're the stick figure man and you just pack it up and you head out into the wilderness and you do it. And that's kind of how I felt at that time. Like, well, I mean, that's how you've always like you've always been an inspiration because you've always said, you know, hey, just just do it. Whatever it is, just do it. And yeah. I guess for you now, that means, you know, um, really just working hard at your at your job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's good. It's, uh, it's, it's fulfilling in a lot of ways. I don't really know a lot of people here. I know people at work, but, um, you know, work relationships are sort of weird. You know, it's sort of like, I don't want to seem like a freak or whatever, you know, being like, you, you yeah, know, you don't, I, you don't want to be Mr. California. Yeah. Yeah. I get and, you. And, and it's easy to kind of get that reputation in the beginning of like Mr. California guy. And I definitely don't want to do that. So, um, Hey, well, you know, I wanted to have you on. Well, it was great to catch up, obviously. Cool. And I wish we, cool. um, you know, it was too bad that I, the only way I could get a hold of you was, you know, this invitation to do this podcast. So it'd be great if we could talk more often. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd love to, I'd like to come visit, you know, I mean, all these things that you're telling me about Arizona, like I never would have gone before, but you know, hearing all that, like, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, we certainly miss you here, but it sounds like you're really good at your job too. Well, um, it's a new opportunity. It's a new horizon. You know, I, I just want to, I want to make the most of it. I, you know, I'm a little bit, I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little bit older now and sort of that like carefree um, feeling is sort of subsiding and more of like a feeling of wanting to um, make a future for myself is, is coming to be a, a stronger force in my life. And so I see this as a pathway to, to that opportunity and I don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, maybe I, you know, maybe I do this for, you know, 10 or, or 20 years and, and maybe I can help um, Arizona build up their uh, uh, tourism economy. And, and who knows, maybe maybe I end up in New York City doing doing tourism for the city in New York. And then and then I get back into doing some comedy um, out there or, or, you know, performing or improv or whatever. Um and, and, and then I can get back into it. But, but, but for right now, you know, this is definitely sort of the, um, this is, I think, where I really need to be. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm happy to be on your podcast. You know, whatever I can do, man, um, you know, let me know. Okay, yeah, well, uh, it sounds like you, you definitely kind of have a plan here uh, for, for the future. But why wonder, you know, why speculate when we can consult the, uh, the cards, when we can consult the oracle? Oh, yeah, you're doing that. Right, tarot. Yeah, you know, I'm definitely um, experimenting with my spirituality, and I'm using as a focus uh, the the concept of Halloween. You know, just the the spooks and the ghouls and the you know the the witches and the wizards and the skeletons and all that kind of stuff as kind of um, you know my my power artifacts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's really worked cool. out. It's really worked out. Um, so, do you have like a, a question in mind? Or, or, you know, yeah. any, anything that you're kind of wondering about um, regarding the future. It doesn't have to be Halloween related, obviously. 
uh, I'm, I'm just going to kind of divine the answer uh, through Halloween-based magic. Yeah, okay. So I need to ask the oracles a question. Um, okay. Uh, will I find true love? Okay, yeah, that's, um, that's one we definitely get a lot. Uh, and so I want you just to uh, focus on that and just think about it. And I'm going to start shuffling the cards and tell me when to stop. And I want you to tell me by saying trick or treat. Okay. And I'm just going to shuffle the cards. And whichever, when you tell me, you know, trick or treat, I'm going to stop and I'm going to uh, see that top card. And that's going to be, you know, our, our divination uh, regarding Scott. Trick or treat. Okay, great. And this card, you have, um, it's the ghost. You, the card that I flipped for you is indeed actually the ghost. Okay, what does that mean? Well, ghosts, um, when they haunt something, it's often because there's uh, something that they didn't get to finish in life. Or they're trapped in some negative cycle, and they're kind of doomed to, to repeat um, a haunting you know, at some kind of like when the clock strikes midnight or whatever, you know, the ghost appears and walks through the hallway, you know, or whatever. And um, ghosts, thus to me, are very tragic figures because they're, they're unable to pass on and they're stuck. They're really stuck. Uh, and so I wonder, in regards to love, how, how, how did your last, um, well, I mean, I know when you moved to Arizona, you obviously had to break things off with Emily which must have been re really tough and must have been really sudden as well. And is that, um, do you, do you feel like that's something that you're trapped in right now? Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Hmm. Haunted. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a lot of, uh, ongoing sort of concerns or regrets about, uh, how everything sort of turned out with Emily. So yeah, definitely. That's, uh, probably pretty, pretty relevant to my situation. When you think of a ghost now, you know, I say the word ghost, just picture that in your head and describe it to me. Yeah. Well, in this, in this situation, I think, uh, what I'm seeing in like my mind's eye or whatever is, uh, just like a very sort of, dusty um like uh, like an infinite void you know that is all all subsuming you know like it it i don't want to call it like a darkness because darkness does not like identify what it is because it's sort of a a like a nothingness that absorbs anything that it comes in contact with and i sort of see it coming over my shoulder you know and it's like wow. it's like the feeling where like you look in the mirror and you feel like there's someone just just behind you just standing just behind huh. you huh. it's uh and it's always kind of there you know and uh yeah well, i i have to say um to me that really sounds like a ghost uh kind of a ghost of self you know mm. what i mean mm. Um, and I, I don't, I obviously don't, you know, we haven't spoken in a while and I don't know where you and Emily are now, or if you like talk to her, um, since the whole situation. I mean, I obviously, 
um, she's friends of the family, so I did hear a little bit from her uh, and the kids. Um, I know it was a surprise. Right. Um, so, yeah, you know, I know that I, 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 I think what the, the ghost card is indicating is that, like, you're, you're clearly, that situation is unresolved. And to even think about love um, and moving on, to, to pass on to the next plane, so to speak, to, to you know, walk into the light, um, you really have to figure out the, the darkness behind you, you know, and really make sure that that's a resolved issue. I don't know how I'm gonna really make it work out here, but I'm trying and I am trying to be myself. You know, that's what I told Emily. It's like, I got to go find myself and I'm, I'm trying every day, you know? So like, you know, I don't know if the Oracle or whatever can like see this, but I am trying and I, you know, I don't know what else to say. I, uh, I want this to work, you know. I want to be good. I want to do good. Uh, well, Scott, uh, you know, I gotta say, uh, I, I wish you the best of luck. Um, I think I'll go ahead and let's wrap up this segment, and then do you mind if I call you? Because it sounds like we should really, like, maybe talk a little more in depth off the air. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's talk. It'd be good to talk, man. I need like somebody to somebody to just rap with, man. Okay. Definitely sort of a weird deal out here. So yeah, that'd be very cool. Okay, man. Well, hey, um, uh, Scott, it's great to have you on, and uh, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be talking to you real soon. Thanks for thanks for coming on the show. Good to hear from you, Gordo. That was Great Question West Coast. You're listening to The Ghost Wave. I'm Gordo, and we're going to move on into our next segment here momentarily. But before we do, I just wanted to rap at you a little bit about my new website. Yeah, you can go visit it. It's launching concurrently with the podcast of the same name. Go ahead, get on your computer or your smartphone, and check out www.com theghostwave.com you can find the podcast there you can find some of my music there and all sorts of other fun stuff I'd love to see you hey there folks Thanks for listening to The Ghost Wave. I hope you're having a good time so far, because I, I kind of am. I say let's just keep those kind of good times rolling. As we head into this next segment, I like to call Five Minutes of Funk. Five Minutes of Funk is where we discuss funk music, its heroes, and its history, its roots and its meanings for approximately five minutes. Let's get into it. I figure for the inaugural episode of Five Minutes of Funk, the inaugural episode of... The Ghost Wave, which is my show, we should probably talk about my favorite funk band of all time, which is Parliament. 
Parliament was led by George Clinton. They were a hugely influential funk band uh, from the 60s and 70s. And they had a couple big hits, but they weren't really concerned with making hits, you know? They were concerned about spreading the message of the funk. And the funk to them is something that's not just a dance, you know? It's not just a, a, a musical expression. It's a lifestyle, and it's a harnessable energy that is kind of like chi, that is a, a unification of mind, body, and spirit. That's going to lead to a unification of people all over the world, rump to rump, and we, we shall all get down. It's a recognition of the subconscious. It's a recognition of the good and the bad in life, you know, the duality and the, the yin and yang, you know, so it's very spiritual. But uh, at times, the music can be kind of loopy and long, and it would be easy to write it off as just like the inane mutterings of a madman, but it's not, because I believe that the band leader, George Clinton, the music that he and his band made is scripture to a degree. Um, and uh, I think that he's kind of a prophet. So let's get into some of the music. I want to listen to Funk and Teleki off their 1977 album, Funk and Teleki versus the Placebo Syndrome. Groove on this, brothers. When Okay, so before we really go any further, you need to know that Parliament, over their career, recorded a series of concept albums. Think Pink Floyd's The Wall or The Who's Tommy. They have characters and storylines, um, although they're a little bit hard to understand sometimes. It's all in there. And on this album, Funk and Teleki vs. The Placebo Syndrome, uh, Star Child, who is the leader of the Mothership Connection, which is the band that brings the funk to the people, uh, from space, obviously, uh, but also Egypt, obviously, uh, where it was hidden in the pyramids, obviously, for thousands of generations until the Funkopolis uh, could return. So, uh, Starchild and his band are opposed often by Cerno's Devoid of Funk, who is kind of like the representation of the unfunky establishment. He does not want people to understand themselves, he does not want people to understand each other, and he does not want to see us united uh, as one nation under a groove. And on this album... Sir Nose has devised something called the placebo syndrome, which is something that keeps mankind's funkiness in check. And it's something that uh, just kind of keeps us with our blinders on, you know, and keeps our heads down and, and keeps us smiling and blissful and, uh, and happy so that we don't ask questions. And he's established this placebo syndrome. But then here comes Starchild and all those guys to... to to versus it with their funk and telecky. So, in that last clip, George Clinton was talking about when I count to ten, I want you to jump up and stay there. And we might think that that's impossible. And then also later on, he says that there's nothing that a proper attitude won't render funkable. And I think a major message of this song is that you don't need a pill, and you don't need something fake, and you don't need the world to provide you with some product to make you feel like a better person, to, to make you 
feel like you can take on every new day. Because the funk and the belief in self and the acknowledgement of, of you and who you truly are, even if that's painful, is what's going to see you through. Here we are, folks. It's already over five minutes. I don't know what I was thinking, trying to do a whole segment about funk and keep it five minutes or under. It's just not possible. We're going to have to continue this conversation next week. And, um, you know, this week I really kind of had to just set a lot of groundwork about Star Child and about funk and about Parliament. And so next week we're going to continue on the same song and we're going to explore the themes that they talk about of uh, consumerism. And I sincerely hope you join me next week on 5 Minutes of Funk. That was over five minutes of funk, but bear with me, folks. We're shooting from the hip. It's the first episode. You know, we're really just kind of figuring things out. We're going to roll into the next segment, which is called Pizza Parlor Mysteries. I think you're really going to like it. I think it might be your favorite. And joining me for that will be special guest Ruben. Uh, He and I are cadets in the Pizza Parlor Mystery Department, and you're going to love it. But before we get to it, If you go onto my webpage, www.theghostwave.com, there's a button, and you can click it, and then you can pay me $25, and then I will basically kind of say whatever you want me to say, uh, unless it's, like, racist or, like, really inflammatory, uh, on the air on my podcast here. And on today's episode of The Ghost Wave, I gotta draw your attention to a little Indiegogo. You know, if you don't know what those are, you're about to find out. They're kind of like Kickstarter, but a little different. I don't know. I'm just saying what I got paid to say. You got to go check out Indiegogo.com slash projects slash The Esquire. It's a movie, and it's going to come out if you if you help it come out. It's almost done with all the money that it needs to get made. And a uh, little, little behind-the-scenes sneak peek, it is made by a friend of mine. This movie's going to be cool. He's already got a movie out. And a bunch of short films you could check out if you want to investigate his bona fides, like making sure you're not just throwing your bucks away. Uh, I'm putting my personal stamp, even if he didn't pay me to say this, I'm putting my personal seal of approval on The Esquire, the new movie coming out. If you help it, if you go to Indiegogo, kick him down some bucks. Look, let me pitch this to you. It's an offbeat story of revelation and redemption against a background of New Age flummery, transformation, mysterious otherworldly forces, and perhaps the meaning of life itself? It's a kind of quasi-sequel to uh, the filmmaker's first movie, The Institute, which you can watch on Netflix right now. If you've seen it, if you're a fan of it, you gotta help this movie come out. As of right now, as of recording, uh, he's just a few bucks away. Maybe your bucks. Check it out. Go on to Indiegogo. Look up The Esquire. Do a Google search for The Esquire. But wait till after the show's done, and it's almost done, because here we come, serving you up a hot slice of pizza parlor mysteries. From the Parmesan-crusted streets of San Francisco... The brave men and women of the San Francisco Pizza Police Department have seen it all. These are their stories. Hello? 
sure thing. We'll be right there. Let's go. Welcome back to Pizza Parlor Mysteries. As always, I'm your host, your pal Gordo. And uh, Ruben. And Ruben's here. Ruben's I'm here. Ruben. De- Detective Gordon and Detective Ruben reporting for duty on Pizza Parlor Mysteries. And today we're uh, checking out one of our little local... Well, oh yes. Investigating one of our local spots down in the Lower Haight. This one is called Bus Stop Pizza. Bus Stop Pizza. And of course, when we do an investigation, we evaluate the pizza parlor on a full seven-point pizza parlor uh, rubric. Exactly. Which rubric begin- is a scale. It's a scale, right. And this is a scale that you can apply uh, yourself and engage in some critical thinking and engage in some detective work at a local pizza parlor of your own choice. Now, a little bit about Bus Stop Pizza. Yes. Well, Bus Stop Pizza, um, here at the, in the Lower Haight... It's on Divisadero, right by Haight Street, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and really it's in the middle of what we were, we would like to call a pizza desert. That's right. Now, there are other pizza places around, but they are pizza places, and obviously we are fans of pizza parlors. parlors. Yes. Um, it is um, merely mediocre pizza, but it's still the best pizza in the lower Haight. I agree. But there's so much more into what makes a pizza parlor than just the pizza. Let's get into the seven-point pizza parlor evaluation. Let's get this case started. Point one. Plants. Number one, of course, what is the plant situation? You walk into the restaurant. How, what, are, what are the plants like? Yeah, plants, you know. Um, and, in, and here at Bus Stop, there were two plants. Two plants. We had, uh, yeah, two real spiky. In the cacti uh, getting, family, getting I would guess. old and dusty and dropping thorny. leaves and thorny all over the place. No one's picking up those leaves. And, uh, yeah, so just two. And, but they, they were real plants, so they, they gained some points there. But, uh, you know, they're old plants. and dusty and probably dying. So, Not a lot um, to speak of. That's about it. I'm going to have to give them negative points on plants. Bus yeah. stop pizza, sorry. Moving on to decor. Decor! All right, the decor here at Bus Stop was, uh, you know, pretty lacking. Yeah, we had a kite on the wall. There was an old kite. An old box kite. It had never been dusted. A rubber artist rendition of a quote-unquote pizza and a few pictures, old and dusty and sun-bleached on the walls. Classic, classic old photo of the Golden Gate Bridge. We're in San Francisco, you know. I mean, where else? Yeah, would you have a poster, a picture like that on your wall? Right, must be in San Francisco. Right, absolutely. You know, I'm I'm at a pizza parlor. I'm looking at the wall. There's not a picture of the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't know where I am anymore. Yeah, might as well be in New York City. Decor. Mm. Eh. Well, at least I gotta give them points that there's at least something, but that something is not well chosen and it is not maintained. Yeah. So, I don't know. Which brings us to point three. Lighting. Lighting, all right. Um, I mean, you can see, but uh, 
not not uh, spectacular or anything. Not sexy um, lights. And really, when it comes to lighting, the big thing is you can always look at any any pizza place you go to, pizza parlor, excuse me. Um, you can usually you can apply this yourself. Uh, you look around, you Try see how many light fixtures there are, with uh, versus how many burned out bulbs there are. And Bus Stop Pizza did surprisingly well. There were 13 total lighting fixtures, and there was a total of 10 working bulbs, so only three burnt out. Three bad ones. Which would put them in the top 70, I would say, percentile of pizza places and parlors. Uh, most places have a lot more burnt out light bulbs. Yeah, more, more bulbs, uh, more burnt out bulbs. Point number four on the pizza parlor rubric, presentation. Presentation. Of the slice. Of the slice. Yeah, and and that's what's really that's what's important. Right. We the, on on could get a whole pizza, on pizza suppose, parlor mysteries. About... We never discuss the taste. You know the 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 quality of the pizza. That's not a mystery. That is not a mystery. I know that it's pretty good. It's okay. Yeah. But that's beside the point. But there's a lot else to discuss. There's a there's a there's a lot bigger story than just the pizza itself. How was it presented when we when we got bus stop pizza today, Ruben? Today we got the pizza and it came to us on a paper plate. One just a, a sloppy single, soggy plate. Single plate, not even doubled up. Nope. Ready to flop off that thing at any moment. Getting greasy. Yeah. And uh, we had them we were eating in so it didn't come in a box or anything. No. Um, however, they do have the Enjoy Your Delicious Moments boxes that many places have. If you get it to go. Time, if you get it to go. So hard to beat that. If only they had just given us one of those uh, for here, we mm. would be giving them absolutely positive points. Um, I think uh, I'm going to give them negative points on the presentation. What about you? Uh, yeah, I think in the negative. Okay, moving on to the fifth point, amenities. <laughs> Pizza parlor amenities. Pizza parlor amenities. Mm -hmm. No, no amenities. Okay, yeah. I mean, some places, of course, you uh, you could get some maybe some free water or a restroom or something. But mm -hmm. at uh, bus stop pizza, what, what about even like a tapatio or that kind of thing? You know, yeah. what about? Um... It's bare, they were bare bones, mm -hmm. but no no restroom. No, I mean you had your garlic powder. You had. You had your, your red peppers, red peppers, and par and uh, parmesan. But I'd like to speak on this for just a moment, if I can just have just a few more seconds here, Ruben. Sure, sure. Um, I noticed, and I'm certain you noticed, this is not a large pizza parlor, but um, there was only one shaker of each of the condiments, and so mm. that each table, each group of people, each um, slice enjoyer would have to share, and I think that's criminal in a pizza parlor. Yeah, not a not a good date spot. No. Because, you know, I'm sitting over in the corner with my little cutie and we're, you know, we're full on Lady and the Tramp and a hot sliz here yeah. dangling that cheese between our mizzles. And exactly. I, I want to keep that a private moment. I want our own Parmesan and I want to share with the table of the jokers next to us. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want some beefcake coming over and taking your shaker. No. Uh -uh. And, and shaking sh his stuff. Yeah. Shaking his stuff while I'm trying to en enjoy my time over here. So certainly... Amenities, a negative, a big negative. Yeah, pretty pretty low points on that one. If any. If any. Entertainment options. Entertainment options. And this is certainly, you know, in today's digital age, one of our most important discussion points. They did have a television. They did. Um, and 
here at uh, bus stop they had you know they've got a, it's a pretty big tv it's a flat screen and all that it's modern but it's not even really aimed for the customer and, and we when he says aimed this. he means physically I mean, angled angled yeah the the viewing angle which is what you think about when you set up a tv um, who can watch this tv what where, where do you have to be to see it yeah so it's really it's angled so that it's most easily viewed by the people working there behind the counter and not for the customers no absolutely not and so as an entertainment option it was like it was like it was just being dangled in front of me and yanked away. You know, I can hear he was watching Judge Judy when we were in there. I can hear Judge Judy. I want to see Judge Judy. I cannot see Judge Judy. Yeah. If you wanted to st- stick around for like an entire episode of Judge Judy, it would. this would not be the place. No. And yeah. so if you're looking for a pizza parlor where you can enjoy quality television programming, this is fully enjoy visually. I, w- I would not recommend this place for that. So I'm going to have to give Bus Stop Pizza a, a minus points once again on their entertainment options. Yeah, it's true. Most importantly, uh, seventh and the last point, and there's a reason why we make this the last point, is the Hollywood connection. The Hollywood connection. It's so important, we saved it for last. The Hollywood connection. Ruben has a background in film, and he's going to... Yes, I, I feel qualified to talk on this, that uh, the funny thing is if you go to a lot of different pizza places uh, um, in general, mm-hmm. you'll see um, there's always the, the Hollywood connection. And sometimes it's played up bigger than other times. Uh, you know, I mean, I think even cer- certain uh, pizza places have their whole theme are based around it. Right. Um, but seeing as how Hollywood was the birthplace of pizza as well as film. It's true that um, you have to pay homage to, right. to the homeland. Right. And so whether whether they make it uh, visible or not, there's always an implicit Hollywood connection between pizza and Tinseltown. Exactly. And in a bus stop pizza, they have posters of Marilyn Monroe. Right. In her Positive points. Hollywood connection. Yeah. In her uh, starring role in the 1956 movie Bus Stop. Right. And so we believe that Bus Stop Pizza is named after that self-same film, 1956's Marilyn Monroe star vehicle, Bus Stop. It very well may be. But that's a mystery for another day. Hollywood Connection, uh, definitely on display. True. Uh, But, I don't know, it's not touted. It's not, they don't make a big deal about it. You know, it's almost like a lazy theming. It's almost like they threw in the reference because they knew they had to, because it's a pizza place, and... Um, that's the way things are done. Yeah, almost just to... Just the bare bones. Yeah, just to barely pass that and get the pizza credential. Right. They knew they, they knew they were going to be judged on this, uh, and they wanted to put in the, the modicum of effort, you know. Yeah. So it's there, but uh, not, they could have done more. We'll say that. They also did have a picture on the wall. It was kind of a candid photo of a celebrity leaving Bus Stop Pizza. The picture was so old, sun-bleached and faded, that the celebrity was indistinguishable. You could not see their face. Yeah, so it seemed like another like another mystery, really. Um, who was the celebrity leaving Bus Stop Pizza? On the Hollywood connection, Ruben, positive or negative? I think, I think it's positive. But here's really? why. Because yeah, no, I, I want to hear it. Just mainly because they actually did find an, a movie that, and they have a nice big poster of it 
that is their, the name of the pizza place. Bus Stop. Bus Stop. Which is a movie starring Marilyn Monroe. So they found out about the movie. Maybe, they named, or maybe they named, then they named the pizza place. Uh-huh. And then they learned how to make pizza and started serving it. And I think that's, that counts for something. I think it's positive. Because I'll, I'll tell you, there's a lot of pizza places. They don't go that far. Which is... But maybe, maybe you disagree, my friend. I would have to say, on the positive-negative scale, I'm going to give them just zero points. Just neutral. Just neutral. Right. Um, because, as you were saying, and this is more your expertise, and that's why it really shocks me that you're going to give them positive points. And I'm not trying to knock you on this. Uh, you know, your opinion is your opinion, Ruben. But... Hollywood and pizza share such a rich history and there's so much that you can explore. And, you know, as you know, there's such a tradition of people coming from Hollywood and and leaving the business and, and moving into pizza. It's almost like a natural, it's seen as like a life cycle within the Hollywood system. Um, that I know that the proprietor of Bus Stop Pizza comes from a film background as a result. I think it's obvious, yeah. And so I wonder, I think he's a lazy pizza parlor owner, and I wonder if he was a lazy filmmaker. That's a mystery. And that's a mystery for another episode. Folks, this has been Pizza Parlor Mysteries with your host, Detective Inspector, your pal Gordon. And Detective Ruben, right here, uh, hanging out, and I'm here to say... Keep your eyes on the pies and enjoy those delicious moments. Jeez Louise, folks. It does not get much better than that. Except for this next segment, which does get better than that. Although... Not by much. Hi, everybody. Welcome to That's What's Up. This is probably my favorite segment on my show, which is a show that I really like and is full of lots of segments, which I'm rather fond of. But this one has got to take the cake. So what we do in That's What's Up is I'm just going to kind of talk about, you know, that's whatever is up, which is, a you know, a thing people say. Which kind of means, like, what's on your mind, or what's happening, or wh- what's going on. So I'm going to tell you what's going on, what's up, what's on my mind, what that's what's up. And this week, what's up is, you might not have known, but I recently turned 24 again for the fifth time. And when you get to this age, no one really gets you presents anymore, you know, you notice? Um, so you kind of have to treat yourself, and I did, I did, I went to the toy store and I got myself Legos, which I haven't played with in years, and they have pirate Legos, and when I was a child in the late 80s, I had pirate Legos, and they were my favorite, and now they have them again, and I got them, I got some of them, and I had a lot of fun putting them together, and I put them above my fireplace, which is something that I have now because I'm an adult, and they look great above my fireplace, so I gotta say, maybe if you're like me, an adult, and you haven't played with Legos in a while, you should try it, you should, you should really try it, because they're what's up, well, 
That's pretty much it, folks. Episode one, you know, in the can. It's a done deal. Wrap her up, put a bow on her. Time to go home. Let's pack her up. Hope you liked it. I really appreciate you sticking around the entire way through. And guess what? (laughs) We're not going to stop there. No way. (laughs) We're just getting started, dudes. We're going to have more episodes. We got a webpage. You ought to check it out. And and you ought to make sure you stick around. Because my show, The Ghost Wave, is where anything can happen.